The inner sphere is a big place, and occasionally we all must decide to see it either for the living organism that it is, or the dark, depressing, and scary place it could be. I'm Duncan Fisher, here to be your guiding light in times of turmoil. I've been hearing things lately, things that make me feel like my loyal fans may be in need of some help. Many of you are concerned about the recent string of periphery and border planets that have gone dark, their HPGs now silent. Comstar says there's nothing to worry about, and I'm inclined to believe them. Why? Well, why not? Why should we not trust the organization that has maintained our HPG networks for almost 300 years since the tragic fall of the Star League? Their task is no less heroic than the exploits of dozens of mech warriors here on Solaris 7 and across the inner sphere. HPGs are much more complicated than mechs, or so I'm told. I, for one, will not doubt Comstar until I have a little more to go on than the bad ravings of a few conspiracy theorists and the tinfoil hat crowd. So rest easy, folks, and concentrate on cheering for your favorite mech jock. Your encouragement just might help bring out the next grand champion. This has been the Duncan Fisher Minute. Donations to Mechs for Jocks are tax-deductible, except in the Draconis Combine, Capellan Confederation, Duchy of Oriente, and Magistracy of Canvas. All other donations receive receipt of charitable donation. Mechs for Jocks not responsible for making sure donations actually get used as intended. No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hey, all Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil here, and I just wanted to let you know that the Aces Mercenary Unit that's the unit that Phil and I co-founded and are proud members of, is currently in active recruitment. So if you're looking for a place to fit in, whether you're a casual player or looking for more of the organized team play, stop by the Aces headquarters at aces-hq.com and see if we're right for you. Hope to see you there. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 76. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is June 5th, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to the Rifleman. Enough said. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, you need to get schooled up. Darren, what about you? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to the Free-to-Play podcast. You can check that out at freetoplay.com. My buddies there and I have been playing Smite over the last few weeks, having a great time. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, that's another Free-to-Play game. And also, real quick shout out to the Portland Growler Company. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, surprise, surprise. And Brandon, what about you? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hill, and I got my regular three shout outs. Uh, first one's going to Mexpex, second's going to MWOG, and third, Aces, because we're recruiting. <laughs> you heard it here. Actually, got a lot of response uh, so far from people out there looking for a unit, and uh, I think uh, recruitment has like 
quadrupled uh, since uh, we started that. Anyways, I'd just like to say welcome to all of our live studio audience members and of course to all of our new listeners out there, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing. And we ask if you have the ability, go to our website and give us a tip uh, with the tip jar on the right side of the website and we'd appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, doing a little shopping online, maybe Amazon or Newegg? If so, help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online by clicking on the Amazon and Newegg buttons on our website. It won't add anything to your charge, but it gives NGNG a little kickback. It's a great way to support everything we do. Thank you. And of course, we've got the Catalyst Game Lab sponsorship giveaway week five. Now this sort of comes over from last week, uh, basically with the swap out of the website. Um, I we, we pretty much kind of back up the old uh, people as far as your comments. So anyways, we're going to just go ahead and do this for another week. And for those that don't know, it is a hex pack, lakes and rivers. The link is uh, down below. So hey, make sure to head over to our new website. Check out the giveaway section. Make sure to enter yourself. And sorry about this. Obviously, there was just really nothing we could do. So this is just easier ways to extend it for another week. So again, thank you for that. And of course, I just want to say thank you to Garth uh, showing up here. And for those that don't know, Garth is the community manager at Piranha Games. What's going on, Garth? Welcome, Garth. Not much. A lot of things have been going on lately in the MWO world, and we're just going to go ahead and dive into this. Uh, first off, we're going to be talking some stuff that's a little bit old, at least as far as you know, news-wise, but we need to cover it. First off, for Mechro Online, we have the Battle Mech number 20, the Victor. I think we already sort of talked about this. We I'm did. super stoked. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but more specifically today, uh, what's more important is Battle Mech number 21, the Quick Draw. Did any of you guys see this coming? Because I didn't. Not even close. No. I was still expecting the Orion to show up for uh, Mech of this month, not something entirely brand new. I think there was a lot of shock. I was going to say, was there awe? Maybe. Uh, Well, I, I don't think it's fair that... Hayden, who's in part of the live audience, said, I did. That's not fair. <laughs> no, I bet he probably so. also knows about the three other mechs would probably accompany, uh, accompany it. Well, I'm, I'm sure to Garth as well. But uh, okay, so the quick draw was announced. A lot of people were totally surprised I was. But yesterday when it was announced, there was no none, no concept art. We had no idea. So a lot of people were like, is this a mistake? And everyone, Brian was like, it's not a mistake. Garth was like, it's not a mistake. And we got the concept art today, and wow. Um, first off, hats off again to FD. Uh, you did it again. You made something very, very fugly into something that actually looks like a, you know. <laughs> fugly? <laughs> yes, it was fugly. The original design is fugly. And the new design, I like it. It looks like a functional, actual, armored, like, war machine. Like, I, I can, I like it. You guys, what about you, Darren? You like it? Not like it? Eh, hate, love? No, I like it. It kind of does still, ha- to me, feel like a, kind of a buffed up commando or whatever, like a little extra big commando. But uh, it's, a, it's the commando's big brother. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I think it looks good. It looks like all of his artwork does, functional and a war machine, just like you said. The one thing I like about it is he kept an um, antennae, you know, sticking out the side there, and it's mm-hmm. I mean, definitely a big feature that I really appreciated. Those don't now, get shot off easy. Yeah. Now, with the the Battle Mac number twenty one, the quick draw being announced, a lot of people were like, "No, it was supposed to be the Orion. What the hell?" And pretty much the I, I understand. I'm looking forward to the Orion. Um, but Brian posted up basically saying that uh, due to the meta game currently in the game, that they pushed it back and implemented this. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, loadouts and variants come with it. Obviously, we know we're getting at least three 
That being oh, said... Oh, can we throw out speculation on which three? I have an idea. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, unless there is some sort of PGI custom variant being thrown in, I'm throwing my money, my, my money down on the 4G, the 5A, and the 5M. Is there a particular reason? Are we going to start a pool? Let's do this. Start a pool. No, um, just as far as diversity and stuff like that goes from all the builds uh, available in the timeline. I mean, we're talking about a jump-capable heavy mech, so I'm there. It has a lot of energy and missile weapons uh, loadout, and not really any ballistics. Um, I'd have to check the variants, but uh, for me, that's okay. I, I like the jump jets, especially when you get into, like, canyon map. You see um, how important having jump jets is to be able to maneuver around some of these maps. So, now... A lot of people are like, oh, well, the mech, it's horrible. It's, it's you know, it doesn't have a ton of armor and blah, blah, blah. Remember, each battle mech based on its weight class can have a maximum of X amount of armor. So just because the stock variants are low on armor doesn't mean the end result will be. So you're going to be able to, uh, you know, get into steel and XL and stuff, and you can dump that extra weight savings into yeah. armor heat sinks. And I always have a problem getting into too in-depth of a discussion of whether I think this is going to be a cool mech before the mech's in the game, because... Uh, you know, stock variants mean nothing. You got to kind of get in there, play it. You got to get a feel for it. The weapon locations, you know, and it either fits your play style or it doesn't. It's hard for me to get uh, too far into this discussion. Well, anyways, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. And for those that don't know, that's the 18th of this month. So two weeks away and we're getting another battle mech. So it's not the Orion, but it's the quick draw. I'm okay with it. I am still looking forward to the Orion. Just to have that 75 tonner uh, heavy. It's that's just like the perfect weight class for a heavy. Now, if we were talking about the Battlemaster, I would probably get into that discussion. Yeah. We also had the Hero Mech just came out yesterday, the Firebrand. Now, me and you were playing the hell out of it yesterday. Um, <laughs> I actually, Garth, compared to our Monday Twitch stream, yesterday was a lot more <laughs> successful as far as a win-loss and or kill-death ratio. I don't, I don't think I mind. killed anyone Were before, we 10 and 2, I? 9 and 3, something like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, the Monday, me and Garth were 5 and 8. And then yesterday we were nine and two. Now, granted, me and you were rocking out with the the firebrand, uh, but we were calling them riflemen because we set up just like the. Because that's what they were. Yeah, a little bit. Obviously, five extra tons, which allowed us to do a lot more. Anyways, I loved it. Really enjoyed it, and surprisingly, I was getting a whole lot of damage out there. Now. Um, yeah, you were. You know, and then on top of that, we we tried out a few of the other ones, but we pretty much wanted now, to see what is this capable of. Of course, we do have to clarify. This is just random drops, uh, you know, pickup games and so forth. It's not competitive. We weren't playing, so we have no idea what the role is going to be as far as competitive play goes. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the one thing I like about it is just the fact that it can have the ballistic and an energy in the arms. And you can imagine, uh, you know, the other ones are pretty much ballistic only or missile only in the arms. So... For that, I, I enjoy that. So either PPCs, large lasers, or even a medium or something like that. But uh, <laughs> someone says... <laughs> profit. Just that. <laughs> I agree, Profit. I agree. <laughs> um, more UI 2.0 screens have came out. Now, obviously, the big thing with this is they're all mock-ups. And, and Garth, pipe in here. Um, when it comes to these, these aren't necessarily final, right? I mean... They're just basically showing us, hey, this is what it'll generally look like. This is the functionality of each screen. Correct? Yeah, it's it's what the modeling artists use to base it on. It's generally pretty close. I don't think there's only a couple that we've deviated very much from the art from. But yeah, this is, you know, 80%, I guess. Well, and the big thing, and I'm looking forward to UI 2.0 just for the chat and functionality. Obviously, 
I enjoy the, the different uh, mech lab and all the different screens like that. But what I'm looking forward to is it just the ability, ability to have obviously my, you know, eight Merc units and have like a all group chat have you know how just uh just the group i'm in chat and stuff like anyways it'll be really nice seeing those and obviously more um, pictures came out today what sort of showcases that so if you haven't checked those out make sure to go over to the command share post for ui 2.0 brian's been I, posting this up i just gotta say that those group and graphical interfaces for the drops so you can see what people are using and whatnot if that's what it looks like it's sexy and i love it yeah, being able to rename your mech, being able to reorganize your mechs, uh, that's one thing I think we're all looking forward to. I mean, I'm not the only one out there. There are a lot of people, you're starting to collect quite a few mechs and just be able to go find one relatively quickly and easily, not to mention maybe you have modules on one of them you need to find. Anyways. Uh, How many mechs do you have? Uh, 50 something, I wanna say. Yeah, we are, who were we playing with that had 70? Uh, I think there's a few, there's a lot of people that have all of them all. You know. 77 Zimmy has. Maybe that was Zimmy. what it was. <laughs> crazy, crazy bastard. Some people have doubles of uh, certain variants, too, because they just don't want to... They just have one set up so they don't have to swap out the weapons. Um, but anyways, yep. check that out. Really cool. I'm looking forward to UI 2.0. Oh, and by the way, for those that don't know, we'll actually be sitting down with Paul and Brian Ekman tomorrow for the Mechs Have Some Beer, and we're going to be talking specifically about 12v12 UI 2.0 and some other <laughs> features. That's tomorrow for Mechs Have Some Beer. So hopefully be you guys there. enjoy that. All right, we had Ask the Devs 39. This was quite lengthy. Hey, I really love these, uh, but <laughs> if you don't have about 20 minutes to read. Um, Here's the were, link. Well, there were a few things that popped out. Nothing new necessarily, except for someone basically asked when the next city map is or heavy forested map. And they basically said, we have an island urban map in production right now due out late summer, early fall. So I don't know if it, this is the one they mentioned. Um, it's Macross Island. No, the, the, the there was the one mention that they talked about on NGNG like 10 episodes ago that was a bit more water based, but it also had urban environment. I'm pretty sure that's the one if that's the well, case. Well, we were just talking about that. Yeah, it's the archipelago um, map. I think this may be it, um, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, I would assume something island and then he was talking about an island and an archipelago setup. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm really confused in the map release thing right now because we had what volcano and then moonscape and then something else a uh, jungle wasn't it and now we have unknown next there's map, maps everywhere still volcano and then this one well, and then they're just all, all they're doing is saying that they're working on it they didn't say this is going to be the next yeah remember map. when the people who work on the start of the map finish one then they start on the start of the map for the next one so yeah, it's sort of, they're all in some process of being done. Too many maps. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I think it harkens back to, Darren used to say this about World of Tanks all the time. He'd be like, there's not enough maps. And then there was like 40 maps. And he was like, there's not enough maps. It's like, we always get the same one. That's, you know, it's just what it is sometimes. But I will say, I'm looking forward to having like all of the maps night and day. I mean, look how River City plays when it's night and day. At least I, I think it does play different. It's a night so, and day difference. Yeah, see what I did there? Um, let's see, patch notes. We had obviously the Firebrand we already talked about. Sherman skin, I love it. Yes, love it. Uh, a lot of people are going out there and creating some unique ones, obviously like Red Star and all this. But anyways, I just love it just for the fact that I am a tanker and uh, the old school like M60s with this paint uh, pattern on them. So I love it. Jump Jet Shake. Now this is something that's interesting. What are your guys' thoughts on it so far? I've seen it, I've used it uh, now. Do you like it, hate it? Oh my God, it broke everything, what? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, Brandon, go. 
Alright, uh, in the Assault Mechs, I really like it. Uh, I was taking out my Highlander. It felt really proper in a battle tech game, I guess I, I should say. Um, the crosshair shake plus the actual cockpit shade. Now, my problem came with the light mechs because it seemed almost as a punishment for them using their mobility to move around. It made you a little bit... When you're going about 120 or so, it makes you a little bit nauseous. But do, don't they have to look at mechs all the same way? It doesn't matter if you're an assault or, you know, light. If it's supposed to be a deterrent to you being able to be pinpoint accurate at jump sniping at long range. Now I still think it should be based on the jump jets because light mechs are only 0.5 it is, tons it and is. assault mechs are 2 tons. Oh, is it? I didn't know. Yeah, that. it's, okay, so it's actually is. less on the smaller mechs. It's just more noticeable because you're so used to using them constantly. Like if you're in a, you know, Highlander, you're generally going up and down and it takes a while. But with a Jenner, you're like tap tapping and jumping around and stuff. So it is actually a different number for each weighting of uh, jump jets and it's tunable. So if people don't like it, we can tune it down or up or whatever. Well, I think something I read over at, um, I think it was Reddit, but someone was saying, I did not realize how much I use jump jets in my medium battle mech until this. And they're like, now it's it's it directly affects how accurate I am um, with that. And he was like, I did not realize how how often I use it and I fire in the air. And so, you know, overall, I mean, obviously, the what they were trying to do was they were trying to negate the use of pop tarting and make it more of a skilled, which you can still snipe with it. You may not be pinpoint accurate anymore with it. But from what everyone's saying is like, if you if that center of your your, you know, cockpit where your crosshair are, as long as you put that over your target, you're still going to hit your target. It's just not going to be, you know, oh, yeah, I just pinpointed the right torso or center torso. You may spread out some some weapon damage. So, I mean, Garth, what are your thoughts on it now that you've seen it and you've played with it? Are you liking it? Is it something that you see anything that needs to be changed? I personally want to tune it a bit. Like other people have said, I, uh, I want the lights to have a little easier time there because I found that, I mean, there's no real reason to not have, you know, a spider with two medium lasers being pinpoint accurate in the air. I honestly don't think that's ever been an issue. So I think we could tone it down. Other than that, I'm really happy with it because I was facing a guy who was just tapping space and firing and he was missing all over the damn place. And then I played a guy who was letting go, taking a second, aiming and firing and hitting me. And I was like, okay, he deserved that because that's not exactly easy to do. So um, I like it for the most part. I just feel that the lighter mechs are kind of overly hindered currently. I was going to say, you don't want to give it too much leeway because lights and mediums then would become the next like pop tarting, you know, especially if they're so hard to hit and they're so fast, right? So it's like a trade-off. You don't want it too easy, but you want to make it skilled-based, right? Like you were just saying. Yeah, I, no one wants to prevent it from ever occurring. It's just, it shouldn't be the go-to strat. What, what's the time frame that you have from letting go of your jump jets to when it starts to shake again or when you can't take a shot? Like, do you have one second to take the shot or what? I don't know. It felt to me like a second. I haven't seen the number numbers on it. I just know they exist. Yeah, I'm not a pop tarter, so I don't. I haven't tried. Yeah, it does depend on the arc you're going at and how you're falling and whatnot. Um, right. But I, when I tried it, it was about a second to me. It felt like anyway. So overall, I've I've seen a lot of. I mean, out in the audience, I've saw just right when I announced it, it was like, hey, we really like it, or eh, it needs to be tweaked. But I never, I didn't really see anybody say, no, it's horrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, and that's what I've read across the forums, over even at our forums and stuff, that pretty much everyone likes it. <laughs> there's there's one. <laughs> Thunderheart says it's bad. All right, so, uh, well, obviously, it'll be discussed a little bit in, uh, in the future. Garth, let us know if there are going to be some changes. I think uh, everyone says maybe a few tweaks here and there, but in general, 
know, if you're still a skilled player, you can still hit your target. You just may not be pinpoint accurate, which I think that is what they were trying to do. This sort of detour that uh, that uh, ability to land 55 alpha strike at, you know, 900 meters with, you know, anyways. All right, so we had LRMs increase from like, I think 0.9 to 1.1 damage a missile and SRMs had their tighter group. Um, the cone of fire, if you will, were tightened up just a little bit. Now, as soon as you guys went out with live patch, like the patch notes and the patch went live, people were like, oh my God, the LRMs, they're OP. And no, I've still yet to see. I mean, look, if you're standing in the open and you're getting rained on by missiles, you chose to be in the open. You know, it, it, it's one of those things like, you don't I actually, I am not. I, sorry, I just thought I want to do this. One thing I want to let people know is whenever we do these changes and people say this is bullshit, the first thing I do is spend an hour or two doing that or playing against that. So what I did was I took out my Centurions because they're not as fast, so I can't just run away like a Muscata. And I literally found LRM boats and tried to get to them. I was like, okay, can I do this? And I could. It, it's still possible. I mean, I got my armor wasn't exactly an amazing condition, but the fact was I could do it. It was not like the LRM apocalypse where you poked yeah. your head up and boom, you were and down. And the evidence is in the matches. There's just not an abundance of LRM boats. I mean, there's some here and there, but it's not like it's dominating. Well, I, I think Derp is underpowered. Systems. You want all weapon systems to be equally distributed. You know, you don't want like just all, everyone just having PPCs. You want a variety. Now, and the way yep. I look at it is, if you went out in the open and you knew they had LRMs, you chose to go out in the open and LRMs are supposed to be dangerous. I don't know what this mentality of like, oh, well, I should be able to take, you know, 150, 200 missiles and walk away. No, I'm a tank. <laughs> yeah, well, just, what no, is cool to my see role. is Atlas K's coming out with the two uh, AMS. Everyone just huddles around that guy. They're like, thanks, man. <laughs> You're the best. You just hear, he's like, hey, my ammo's gone. <laughs> I actually no saw it happen. So that happened. I'm okay with it. Um, obviously, it, you know, it just happened yesterday, so we still have a plenty of, you know, probably a month or so to get some data, I'm assuming, Garth, just so where you can collect, see how many times it's being taken, whether or not you need to change anything. But as far as I'm concerned, like, I want LRMs to be on the battlefield. Now, it's not, you're not always going to be, it's not always going to be the I win button. And I don't want every single mech out there to have, you know, two LRM20s. Uh, that's, that's where the problem lied. And uh, I'm glad that's not the case anymore. I think for the most part, uh, overall weapon balance is at one of the best places it's been in quite a while. I am actually really happy with that. I agree. It's 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 not perfect, and not there are perfect. problems. But I I'm more happy than I was a couple months ago. I'm not even sure why. To be honest, I just I guess I like LRMs, even though I never use them. I like the fact that they are there. Mm -hmm. I will say, someone just made a point saying I want to shoot the missiles out of the air. I do agree. I, I like. I would think that we were on Twitch and I was like shooting a group of missiles coming in with my medium lasers. To me, I feel like I should be able to do that, you know. But then we got to rebalance the missiles to account for the fact that people will be shooting them down. I'm just saying it would be, it makes sense. They're going to go I, triple speed. Have fun. It, it just makes sense. It's in the <laughs> game. It's a, it's a physical weapon and it's coming in and I'm able to shoot it or whether it's going out of friendly or whatever. I don't know, maybe. And and I want a missile-based module that gives your uh, missiles the capability to dodge incoming laser fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Rebalance that shit. Out, yeah, maybe you spread out the missile spread just a little bit. And anyways, just totally. Uh, oh, one, th one last thing about the missiles. I've been using, in addition to facing LRMs, I was using SRMs. And I have to say, I don't agree that they are too low in damage. I think 
there are, if we did give them something, it would have to be a tiny boost of damage. I'd actually rather have them either fire slightly faster or go slightly faster, but I was top three damage in my last five games in um, my um, Centurion with three SRM6s. And every single game, I was just bam, knocking limbs off people, and it was a really big hit every time I hit with it. So I don't think the damage is an issue with them. I'm just, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and I, I was talking to you on Skype about this, Garth. Like, me personally, I've always, especially recently, I've always felt that SRMs are still viable. Uh, yes, you don't see um, A1s rolling around, it's black cats all the time, but that shouldn't be the case. Um, so anyways, for me, I would have no problem with a little bit of a speed increase on the SRMs, like just the travel time. I think that would be fine with me. That's just me, my personal opinion. All right, so we also had some Lance improvements, phase two kick in. Uh, for those that didn't know, it shows you um, obviously the mech they're in, shows you their location. Um, then it also split up some, uh, the chat as well is split up into like different brackets of a white for global, I think light blue. I, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but basically it splits up into your Lance, the other Lance, and obviously the implementation of the third Lance that's coming up. So I like that. That's good to go. I still think, and this is my recommendation, Garth, every other free to, uh, you know, free to play title, World Tanks does this. I feel like you should see who's grouped in a group and it should be color coordinated. And when you hit tab to see the other team, I, every other game does that. I don't think it's, it's not highlighting. It it's not, I want to be able you're to see. You're light blue, but your team is also darkish or blue. Your Lance is a lighter blue on the map. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when you <laughs> tab Brandon to see the other team, that you know who is in a group, an actual group. Oh, like, they're color friends group together? Group. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just because they're in a Lance doesn't mean they're group. It could be, you know. So you're talking about other Lances than ourselves? Because obviously yeah, I mean, we know, yeah. Uh, that that's how i've always viewed it is like i want to know who's mm -hmm. in a group because it's always interesting we drop right garth and we'll see like we, we've said this a few times we'll see like five karita or you know six steiners we joke around and saying oh well it's two groups but we don't really know usually you can tell though but um you don't really yeah, know and I feel world like of that. tanks has a little visual indicator so you can see who's grouped together yeah i feel like that Anyways, just totally side uh, track. Players can also take screenshots in game, which is a plus. All you have to hit is print screen. It saves, saves in the game's directory. This is a big one because people have had to use like fraps and other like software. So now you just hit print screen, boom, there you have it. I know a few people said they've lost a few like cool, like, you know, end of match screens because, because it wasn't in game. And, you know, being a player, I feel like now that it's in game, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be forced to use third party software. And this is just one of those things that I like. So kudos. I really don't think there's much to it other than that. Now, looking ahead, we've got some stuff. Obviously, the quick draw is on the 18th. Um, and obviously, Brian and uh, at PGI showed us the concept art. Uh, one thing I want to point out, too, about the concept art, someone pointed <laughs> was like, ooh, giant head. That's going to be easy to headshot. And I would say, Garth, all mechs pretty much introduced always have a notorious horrible hitbox for the head is that something that you guys are going to definitely make sure that you know when it comes out it's like the the thing is with that uh cockpit it's actually the bottom part of it the bigger part is actually painted on to look like a cockpit the actual cockpit is just a tiny square up atop so it's it's basically uh camoed in yeah when that was an issue it was back when we first started and we were like well the head is the head so we'll make the head hitbox the head and then we went okay no that's not working 
So now it does not happen that way. Like the Highlander hasn't had that issue, I don't think. I do miss Did the it? days, even though it wasn't fun for the pilots at the times. Remember the, the Atlas when it first came in? Was <laughs> like, you feared no Atlases because you would run up and you would get underneath their firing. They couldn't aim down. And you'd literally run right up to them, point at the head, just shoot, and they would all just topple over. I mean, it was like, you didn't fear at all. It was like, eh, so what an Atlas. Oh, oh an Atlas dodge under the shots. Yeah. Boom. So what if the other, oh, they have eight Atlases. It's all right. We've, we've got this, guys. It was just like timber, and it was just slow fall. Yes. Good old days. Hilarious. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, obviously, with the quick draw, uh, this means three more mechs for the inner sphere, unknown light, unknown medium. Now, obviously, this is just totally speculation. Uh, Catra says he's guessing the Dervish and possibly the Banshee. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm okay with the Dervish as a medium, but instead of the Banshee, I would rather have the Zeus or the Cyclops, but that's just me. It's all about the King Crab. Yeah, seriously, uh, I, I'm yeah, I'm all about the King Crab. I want the Crab, too. Need more 50 ton max, right, guys? The Crab does need a total overhaul. Um, you know, actually, I'm, I, I'd be totally okay with Crab. Uh, but I th still think the dervish would be cool. But the dervish is very similar to, in ways of the the quick draw. Obviously, it's a heavy and a medium. But as far as like mediums, there's a ton of them out there. Uh, Boosane, the scorpion, Mackie, crab. <laughs> How about a crab right. that can only sidestep? Only yes, that works. All right. Obviously, <laughs> Orion was pushed back three to four months. That's via Brian. Uh, there was a champ mech uh, announced, the Hunchback 4P. Now, Garth, we had talked about the champion mech and how a lot of people didn't really feel like the... Um, they, basically that they didn't like just the XP bonus. Now, I, I have to agree. I think there should be some incentive to have like a C bill, especially like a long time duration. Like if I'm going to buy this uh, champion, I should at least be able to earn a little bit of C bills, even like half the amount of C bills and half the amount of XP. Do you know if that's something you guys are looking into or if you can like look into that for? Well, I, I've forwarded the comments, so I don't know how much is being looked into now, but I have been forwarding those saying this is what people are saying. People would rather get a different way. And I'm honestly not sure what's going to happen with it. Hopefully something cool but i guess we'll have to wait and see well i guess everyone here is in this chat um if they offered a c bill uh at least if it was half the path you know half half if it was like 7.5 percent c bill 7.5 percent xp would you purchase a champion mech compared to what it is right now is where it's just 15 percent uh xp boast i mean i think that's what it comes down to not for that particular champion so you have some saying yes some saying no i'm saying just in general for all champion mechs yeah most are saying no well there's always reasons though and that's what i want to hear is like what are your reasons we'll get down to that in just a, a lot a lot of the reasons seem to be people want to see a c bill bonus over an xp bonus just in general just across the board just say yeah xp just say like no what if you just bonus, switched it but like a 10 percent right. c bill bonus or something like so that. just 15 percent c bill bonus instead of 30 and make it like half the i'd price, say even just MC 10 price yeah yeah i'd say just half it yeah okay all right well we'll talk about that when we get down to community questions uh we also have uh the special mech and this is really cool that you guys are doing and obviously if you have not read um make sure to do so um you know all all trolling aside it is you know pretty serious and a pretty heartwarming story and fortunately you know that's that's life sometimes but uh special mech the sarah's mech i'm really excited about this uh hopefully all of you guys out there uh, give it a read 
and you know just take a moment to remember that because of this is because someone lost their life so um very very cool and props to you pgi so send on my words garth that is that's kudos um we've got uh hsr for missiles um now with this being said i didn't really notice a difference i don't know if i i don't know if that's because i use srms a lot and i don't know if it's because of my ping or something like that i, I don't know but i haven't really noticed uh, a difference in the host state rewind uh, have you guys at all brandon garth I haven't noticed anything over the top with it. Um, mainly, I think most of the stuff I've been noticing isn't due to HSR, but rather the, the buffs to the LRMs. I'm finding leading with SRMs way easier. I don't know if that's just me. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And we also have 12v12 first patch of July. So that's July 2nd. So it's less than a month away, guys. We get to have the prelances, which will probably dynamically change how each map is played and how we play the game in general. And I'm looking forward to that. Now onto the command chair, DevStalker. Uh, we've got uh, Brian Ekman. Obviously he uh, did a tweet on PGI dog tags when you kill a dev. I think this is awesome. Um, and he said soon or something to that effect. So we have Carl Berg sat down and was talking about the in-depth response about lag and packets and basically how it was tied into a lot of the cry engine. And uh, unfortunately, this past patch caused a lot of people to have issues. But he said if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't have detected the underlying issue of in the code. So very, very, uh, I'm glad. Uh, hands, hands down. We're really so, glad you guys suffered. Thanks. <laughs> hey, we're guinea pigs. Like, I totally get it. Um, so anyways, uh, we've got a lot of people. I know we're totally pissed off about it. And hey, I'm right there with you. I would not be cool if I couldn't play the game and I was having a lot of uh, issues. So yeah, someone says it builds character. That's right. All right, so we're gonna move on to community questions and Garth, some of these are basically pointed at you. So uh, yeah, here we go. Lysander says, are there any plans to implement, implement and ignore command for the chat in game? Please say yes, Garth, please, please. I have requested it personally. <laughs> so <laughs> at the very least the request is out there and they know. I don't know about you guys, but I just want to be able to like turn that off. Like if I don't want to hear, you know, um, I don't know, squawking or whatever, I should be able to turn that off. That's just me. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, goons. I just don't. Um, let's see. We've got Rush2112 uh, says, are we going to have a hero mech for all mechs in game, such as a Raven hero, a Hunchback hero, etc.? Theoretically, yes. I mean, it's all about what we can do in time and stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's the plan is to do it for all of them. I still think Big Al would be a huge success for you guys. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> and he has to have the police hat on top, though. Someone was like, that's not possible. Big Al was destroyed. And I was like, you do realize this is pre-clan invasion. So technically, Big Al hasn't died yet. Also, it's like, a video oh. game where you can really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. let's, let's be honest here, guys. Big Al is all of us together as we always intercept. Yeah. I, I, I love that comic, by the way. That was great. Got another question. It's uh, Stratagos, and he says, um, As they say, knowledge is power. I've enjoyed the new UAV and seismic sensor modules, which I have to say I have because Darren takes them. I don't. I really need to start using TAM modules. As well as that, anti-ECM functionality for BAP. Two related questions. Will seismic sensor data eventually be shared with your Lance or company, Garth? No. No. Okay, on to the next. 
Boom. What other nifty ways will be available to stop the bleeping raven from plinking my rear armor? I think usually your weapons do that pretty well. Torso twist. And shoot him. Yeah. Um, and isn't it know, a Jenner that's plinking your rear armor now? Yeah, it's. I see ravens, I see Jenners, I see commandos, I see spiders. Spiders have definitely taken up the role of pain in my ass. Um, I fought Buckton for like 10 minutes today just me versus him and his damn spider it was we've covered the entirety of forest colony we fought in every every location um let's see yesterday twitch um i had a raven uh, 3l that was rocking two large lasers er large lasers and it was a pain in my ass because i you know you can't lock onto him and he just pokes out hits you ducks away so good on you he eventually died but it wasn't for me so good question. Uh, we've got Lord, uh, is that Ica? Ica, with the Victor coming out, we know uh, we now have both the 55 ton and 95 ton ranges without any mechs. Will these weight slots eventually get mechs? Will this happen before or after the clans? Now, with that being said, you guys obviously threw us a left punch with a quick, quick draw. Um, do you know if these weight slots are going to be filled, Garth, before that time frame? I can't confirm it, but I can say I'm almost. Definitely, yes. I can't tell you 100%, but I don't imagine we would just skip it. 55, who'd want that? I think Forget the answer it. is yes and yes. These slots will eventually get filled, and this will happen before or after the clans. Shadowhawk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before before Shadow or Hawk after, yeah. Would be a great uh, introduction, Shadowhawk. Just, just throwing that out there. Um, I think that'd be a que good question for someone to ask uh, Brian and Paul maybe tomorrow after we cover some of these topics. Uh, we've got Brawler says, first off, you guys rock. No, you rock. I know at some point the plan is to have information displayed on the screens in your cockpit. Do we know if the information that is displayed will be in locations selected by the player driver or by the developers? Um, so basically, I think what he's asking is all the displays, are you going to be able to move them around or are they hard set and you just got to deal with it? I believe they're hard set. I don't think you can move them. That's a pretty in-depth, uh, I'm sure, logistical and technical nightmare. I, I think, haven't they basically said, like, their official stance on those little monitors is that they want to do something with them, but it's not high on the priority list right now? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. All right, we're going to go to live studio questions just for a few minutes before Garth has to take off. So at this time, go to X up, and Boo is going to call out your name. You can unmute and ask away. So here we go. Boo, who's up first? Dark Berserker, come on down. Dark Berserker, unmute and ask away, good sir. Yeah, I was wondering if they're going to implement a weight restriction on matches later on. We're looking into it. Um, we've considered it both for just standard and 8v8. Um, well, 12v12 by the time then. Um, it's a tough one though because it's a really hard number to figure out. Like, what's the correct number? So it would require a ton of work, but we are looking into it, yes. Cool. From what I can tell, the community really likes that, at least the competitive community. Um, they like restrictions and uh, having to work with mechs and numbers and well, change you know things up, is, basically. Darren, it's rules. That's that's all what it comes down to. It's like, hey, for these engagements, here are mm -hmm. the rules. No PPCs say, in this one, or no ECM. Yeah, or, yeah. You, you know, we can say we beat you based on these rules. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Any type of game, the rules. For me, it's variety. We're all starving for variety, you know? All right, good question. All right, who's up next, Boo? Uh, I haven't seen Blood Splatter here before, so go ahead, Blood Splatter. Come on. Splatter all over. Oh. 
I have a question, and this is probably more visual than actual game mechanics, but the Yen Lo Wang, um, for any of us who know the mech, knows that it carries a hatchet. Um, is it possible to have the graphic, even if it's not functional, although physical combat would be awesome, especially for like DFA, but is it possible to have a graphic for the hand axe for that, or the axeman, or other, or the hatchetman, um, later on down the road? Is I think more the idea of the shift? claws. It was the claws. We're added yeah. for that. He actually um, didn't have a hatchet in. Yeah, originally he shift. did not. Yeah, in Solaris he did not have one. Just FYI. Okay, I thought he had an axe or a hatchet. Mm -hmm. No, he just had a you know AC twenty that caught everyone by surprise. Um, but along the lines of the hatchetman or the axeman, are we going to see them? Um, I mean, I believe the hatchetman is an older design versus the axeman is a newer design. Are we going to be able to see them and they have the, the graphics to represent their physical attributes? I don't know if we're adding those, but if we did, I imagine Alex would add something axe to them. It's kind of weird, though, for me, but I imagine we could. Well, for a purist like me, I think that would be awesome, and I know there's other folks that would probably want to see that too. But if if you could incorporate or some way find develop, so that way there was physical combat, that definitely would take the game to another level for those of us who grew up playing with the physical combat aspect. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think it would be cool. I think that's pretty Thanks, guys. unanimous as far as people wanting physical combat, but I know that it's not an easy uh, thing to do to incorporate right. we got one more question then garth has to bounce a little bit early today boo who's next uh rez calamari go ahead and unmute yes he said uh, guess someone else, someone else. <laughs> all right um henry pride call him the mute henry's got his mic muted and his <laughs> headphones so he he doesn't hear you right oh now. my god okay let's just do uh don't x yeah, Thunderheart. Don't X up if you have your mic muted or headset remuted. Come on. <laughs> if they're Sorry. if they do, they're not hearing you say that. All right, Thunderheart. <clears throat> um, on the um, jump jets. Now, I am I um, Highlander. I played with the um, jump jets. I used only use the jump jets in the battle. I didn't use them to go around or actually in uh, certain maps. Actually, I did scale scale walls with it, but I never pop tarted with um, jump jets um, how it, it, it kind of takes away from the battle is that going to be looked at or is it going to be is this the final or are we looking hopefully look at something a little different what you're it, saying it, is it, it might be tweaked we wouldn't like entirely replace it but it's going to be pretty much what it is now the idea is it's okay if you're using jump jets and firing at really close range but yeah. unless you let go and take a second to fire you won't be able to be accurate with it. I understand it's not amazing for everyone. They're not like, this is the best ever, but it was the um, best way we thought to combat Pop-Tarting and have it still viable at someone, you know, 50 meters from you. Okay. All right, thank you. No problem. No problem, good question. All right, I gotta head out now. All right, man. Well, we might see you tomorrow. Obviously, I think you got some family stuff you need possibly take care of. So if we don't, I'll see be late. You tomorrow... I won't. I will not show up. I'll be late. All right. Well, man, take care of that first and family and all that. You know, that's first and foremost. But uh, anyways, we see you tomorrow. And thanks for being a part of the podcast, man. Night, no worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Later, buddy. All right. Uh, obviously, uh, Garth has left the building. So if you have any questions, we're going to take. Uh, let's take two more. And then we'll move on. So, uh, Boo, who's up next? All right, Zimmy. Come on up. Jimmy, Jimmy, Coca-Cola. Jimmy. 
Zimmy. We all sing Zimmy or Jimmy? Zimmy. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Zimmy. Because <laughs> we up? know your real name, Zim. Yeah, Zim. All right, Zim. Ah, oh, guys, we're okay. What is it with the rubber statues? Hey, Zimmy. Hey, guess what we got in today, Zimmy? What? Your Stein. Oh, gotta get it. Phil's over. packaging it. Oh, is this Biggie Boy? That's Biggie Boy, not me. Oh, I thought it was Zimmy that. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, now you just promise. Oh, you just big just. Oh. Uh, I go I'm back on buying, that. I'm still buying one when it comes out, but. Okay. It. Sorry, I got confused. That's all right. I'm old. Yeah, I know. Rubber squirrels. Come on. Who knows about it? <laughs> what squirrels? What rubber squirrels? What? Rubber I, squirrels? I remember that you have 77 mech, so I'm not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm crazy, but yeah. Uh, well, that's that's my question. Question: What do you think about the rubber squirrels? Anyone else in the group? I have no idea what you're talking else? about. The what rubber lie. squirrels? Did you leave your cockpit open again and you let the squirrels in? Because, I mean, once they start chewing out the wires and stuff like that, it's just downhill from there. Uh, it certainly is, yeah. Is this a blind squirrel reference? They get their nuts or something? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what we're talking about. The hurricane says I have proof that it has one. I don't know what you're talking about. I plead the fifth. No idea. Um, so I hope we sorry. answered your question there. Yeah, hopefully. Oh that, well, I'll yeah. the rest of them to you. That's all. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess my question is for you, Zimmy. Uh, um, how do you like the new uh, NGNG website and forums? Love them. Haven't really got to have a real investigation of them, but they look absolutely fantastic. Awesome. And uh, now, that being said, I guess I'm going to open this up and someone X up. Um, is there anything you see on the current website, on the new NGNG website and forums that you guys, any suggestions that you guys have? Anything that you uh, would like to see? Alright, we got two X's. Uh, Boot, call one of them. Yeah, Pozana. Of course, I don't know how to say it. Right. Pozana. Ponanza. Just call, I just have it there as Pony because nobody can pronounce my damn name. <laughs> but I was curious um, about the avatar thing because I know a lot of forums you can make your own custom avatars and I was just kind of curious you know what are you guys going to do with like the avatars and stuff well currently we have um, custom avatars right now that were was created by our graphic designer uh, he did all of the um, great houses um, he also started on the clans he's got those uh, basic clan wolf jade falcon ghost bear and the jaguars He's working right now on a Merc and a Pirate one as well. But I know a lot of people were asking about the uh, custom. Um, it's something me and Darren are looking into. We have a few things else we're going to be kicking off. Um, and so we're just going to hold off on that. So right now, I would say just use the ones that are there. And then we'll, we should have an answer for you, hopefully within the next week or two, to where you guys can customize those. Um, yeah, the answer may be coming. Yes. It will be here eventually. Yarmy mateys. <laughs> All right, uh, not a problem. Next question. Thanks, Bonanza. Who, who, is, uh, who is the Kibble? other person? Bits. Kibble. Yeah, Kibble and Bits had something. And he has no mic on my group. He's asking, will it be adding a forum section to the community to sell and buy their own MechWarrior stuff, like minis, books, or posters? I am looking for the uh, Unseen Horn Owl. Like, uh, uh, maybe a trading like, uh, Yeah, like a trading like post or something. Is there, a, is there a planet in the Battletech universe that's known as a trading post? We well, I, I could definitely see like a classified section where you list something and then someone PMs you or something like that. I could possibly, you know, something where you handle your own business on your own, and, you know, not in necessarily in a, in a public forum, you know, like, hey, I've got, uh, you know, Tomahawk, you know, model kit I'm, I need to, you know, want to sell. 
um, I think that would be cool. Um, we'll definitely look into that. I think uh, that's a good suggestion. All right, next question, Boo. What do we got? Reynolds Ray, frontrunner. All right, Evening, frontrunner. NGNG. How's everybody tonight? Good, how are you? Good. So I got a question for the community. I was wondering, how would people like to see more heat effects in the cockpit? Say if you're running at like 80% heat constantly, the screen starts to fog up and stuff. Sparks shooting off the dashboard. Well, this is this is a tough one because it's all how it's translated. So obviously the tabletop has a lot of like heat penalties and heat effects. You read it in the novels, you know, you get super hot. But one thing is like, where does that start? Does it start at 90? Does it start at 100? You know, it's like, it's one of those things like, you know, even heat penalties themselves, uh, where do they start? Do they start at 100? You know, so, you know, it's just yeah. uh, for me, I, I would be okay with like heat shimmer and stuff like that. As far as fogging up the view screen, I don't, I wouldn't want that because then it's just going to affect those that are, you know, that that would detract uh, from someone being able to aim and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't think that would be a good thing. I want panels to blow up like in Star Trek, you know, sparks shooting all over. Yeah, I just thought it was awesome to have that realism in there. I mean, read about it in books. It's like sweltering hot and stuff. Ray, I will say this, and I think they should implement this because it's all the little things, right? Like the startup sequence, right? Pitch and Betty talking to you and, and doing that. What I think would be really cool is when your mech does get destroyed, yeah, visually inside your cockpit, it's a total craziness just like that 2009 trailer, and you eject. I think on the other end, seeing a person eject, I think would bring another layer. So if you headshot him, it's not like the actual person dies, but in game, they can, you know, it is what it is. That's what I'm saying is like, I think those things would be really cool to where they just skyrocket. Plus, what a great way to go into, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you're spectating mode? You, you eject out and then you're in spectating mode. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, I think uh, some type of uh, animation and visualization of your mech dying underneath you, you and you reaching up and hitting the eject button going out. I would love to see that. I think immersion would just totally, I think everyone would not uh, complain about that one. So uh, I think I would like to see stuff like that. I would, I would like to see, um, you know, little stuff like sparks inside. But anything that detracts from you being able to aim, I think it would it, that wouldn't be good because you're you know newer newer players. All of us are pretty hardcore. Probably isn't a big deal, but uh, for someone coming into it, it'd be just yeah, definitely no crazy. stack pulling. We're not saying that. No, no, reactor no. breach, reactor breach, eject, yeah. eject, eject. Yeah, no, that's unfortunately, yeah, no, don't wanna. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gets out of hand. Thanks, guys. Not a problem. Thank All right, you, guys, we're going to be moving on. Uh, just some updates, obviously. Um, I told you guys I would be giving you some updates. Uh, for those that don't know, Battletech Universe, it's a small project uh, me and a small crew are working on. Um, just to give you some updates, uh, some people are like, what is BTU? And to be honest, I haven't really answered that via the website or facts, and that's because we're working on documentation. And so I'll just drop some tidbits here. Um, it is a single-player story. You're going to be playing by yourself. Uh, there is mech customization, unique system. I'll be releasing details on that. And there is even a crafting system. You're going to be able to craft stuff, make your own weapons and equipment, and it'll be based on uh, a sort of a detailed crafting system. Anyways, really, really cool. Hopefully, I'll be able to post up those details in the not-too-distant future. Um, Will there be player-owned houses, like on floating islands and stuff? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Zero uh, to also... ten would not play. 
so I'll get you guys some more uh, information on that uh, on our blog, and you guys can check that out. And if you've never seen it, make sure to head over there. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. I'm basically doing a lot of documentation, and there's a lot of work behind the scenes um, before any more goes into the actual game engine. So uh, we've got the Battletech, the board game. We've got Tiro 3145. We've got the Davion cover, which is a Black Knight and an Atlas 3 out. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of the whole Dark Age look of the Max. I understand they may not be able to deviate from it, but overall, I think it's a great um, cover. But I'm not a big fan of the Dark Age stuff. I, I don't know about you, but that Blackjack is sexy. Or not Blackjack, that uh, Black Knight. Uh, the Atlas is eh, but the Black Knight, I think, is by far really great. Black Knight reminds me a little bit of, like, another mech style. Mechs yeah, that dan dance it, it around is. a lot. And I, th I think that's the point, but I, I, I'm i just like, can we go back to, or at least, hey, you're, you're having these amazing artists create this cover work. Go back to your roots, man. I mean, look at Look at FD and Short Painter and Shimmering Sword. They're recreating some of these designs and making them out there. Like, make the artwork like that. I, I don't know. I, I just but don't... there are fans of this era there are, and there are. You know, more power to And there's some designs that are really freaking cool, too. I, I will throw that out there. But some of these, like that Atlas, that, that Atlas, Atlas to me is not an Atlas. That's they should Kalish team up with PGI and do a MWO TRO with the air. I don't know what the legality, maybe maybe there's some reasons, but obviously the Dark Age was established, whether we like it or not, it's there. Now, we've talked about this in the past It's like too. the first supposedly, three Star Wars. Well, supposedly there are actually, the books actually get better, and I'm reading through the Warrior Trilogy right now, I'm on book two of it, and I'm going to continue going through, and once I get to the end, 3067, I'm skipping to the Dark Age, and I'm reading over those two, so I'll be able to at least give my account of it. So I'm going all the way, I'm starting from the start and going all the way to the end, so... And I may actually have to collect some new Dark Age ones because um, I don't think I had them all. But anyways, so there is that. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget, we've got the Catalyst Games Lab sponsor giveaway week five, the Hex Pack Lakes and Rivers. You can check that link out. Go to our forums. Go to the giveaways post on there right now. I think the uh, question is, what is your favorite medium battle mech? And uh yeah, we're basically doing 52 weeks of giveaways for that, so don't forget. What is your favorite that. medium battle mech? I, I think I know. The Centurion. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know. I now, thought clan. you would have said, yeah. Clan? Um, ooh, that's tough. Um, I was I saying out of all of them. Okay. No, out of all of them, it would be the Centurion. Now, as far as overall cool. favorite battle mech, the Timberwolf. I'm sorry, it's just... It's, no, I know. I know that for heavy, but medium, I thought you would have gone with the Scassi. It's all about that mm -mm. Nova. Mm -mm. That Nova. That Timberwolf. All right, guys. We're up to 3,748 people on Facebook. Uh, make sure to head over there. It's a great way where we get information directly to you. And now with the new website, too, I'm posting up stuff like mech porn to our fa Facebook and website. So I'm taking some of those things. And if you didn't check out yesterday's last night, I posted up late night mech porn. So, Holy shit. Oh, my God. I agree. Spooky777, you sir. Keep up the amazing, amazing work. You are a magician with mech porn, and we love you for it. So I just sure love the out. action, you know? Like, I was, and again, it's looking at every little part of that picture. I mean, he has so much stuff going on in the background and everywhere. It's worth checking out. For those that don't know, there's a link. You can check it out. Our website, just click on it. And 
Uh, like I said, spooky, keep it updated. I'm loving it. Uh, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, No Guts No Galaxy. Uh, no Guts No Galaxy TV. We're also on Twitch and NG TV. By the way, if you click on the NG NG TV on the banner on our website, it goes to our content page for the stream. You can chat and it even has a schedule and stuff like that. And if you see ways to improve any of this, guys, make sure to hit up our suggestions on our forum. We want to hear back from you. This is going to be your area to talk, discuss, uh, to to be able to be the NGNG community. So make sure to uh, to hit us up with ideas. And uh, I know Profit and the other ones are talking about NGNG Con. Where, Dude. Uh, yeah, so if maybe one day, maybe one day. Maybe one day soon. But thanks to everyone, our community, our staff members for supporting us. Just a quick shout out again to Dave, Aaron, Chris, everyone. Uh, I mean, just everyone behind the scenes for this new website is taking a long time and hopefully you guys see the amount of love and attention that was put into it so thank you again you guys are amazing so much work so many hours and you're having to put up with me and darren being nitpicky as hell so kudos to you for putting up with us and still completing the job here here this was this was your local no guts no galaxy mech word podcast we hope you enjoyed tonight's show this is phil this is darren this is brandon also known as Patrick Hill. Until next time, Mech Warriors.